Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big League Dreaming, the podcast, the show about fulfilling your dreams and taking it to the next level. Uh, if you're new to the Big League Dreaming podcast, it is a show with a dad and his three sons where we talk a little bit, okay, make that a lot about baseball. It's not just reliving the glory days. Yes, we all played baseball in our day. I coached. Kids all played at the collegiate level. And, um, you know, they still continue in baseball in some way. Actually, one of the three sons is uh, coaching at uh, NAIA, IUSB, Indiana University at South Bend. In fact, I'm on a little road trip right now. I want to be heading uh, to see the team play in uh, Lawrenceville, uh, Georgia, and next weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'll see, I'm actually all three of the sons. We're, we're, I'm seeing them all here in the next stretch, next two weeks, spending some time with them. And it's fun. We did an unpacking of, of some Topps baseball cards in the most recent podcast. So if you get a chance to um, to go watch that uh, video and, and listen to that podcast, uh, we, we get ready because spring training is here, right? College baseball has begun uh, at the NIA. NAIA and Division II level. And then this past weekend also was opening weekend for D1 baseball where Zach and I got to got to watch some uh, baseball as well um, on TV. <laughs> we went to a D2 game in person. I'll let him tell you all about that game at Wingate, which was a lot of fun. My first chance to go see uh, some D2 championship baseball. Really good baseball, right, Zach? Um, at that D2 level and uh, at Wingate in uh, North Carolina. So uh, so right now I'm actually in Myrtle Beach, right next door to the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, where Zach actually worked worked at for a couple seasons. Maybe two seasons, right? I don't, I don't remember now. It all kind of blurs when you get older, right? But uh, this family is surrounded by baseball all the time, and uh, we're always talking baseball. So you're going to hear from each one of the sons here in a few seconds because we're talking college baseball is back as we prepare for spring training at the major league level. But Zach and I had a chance to watch um, Central Michigan open up their season at Baylor in Waco at the D1 level. We watched uh, the Friday night game, and um, it was it was fun watching watching college, college baseball again. Uh, Central Michigan lost in uh, Coach Mitch Thompson's debut as head coach. He's been there for 18 years, but now he's coming back as head coach after winning a JUCO National Championship. They have a very young team in Baylor, but it was fun to see uh, that game. Uh, on TV. We were watching it together. Uh, Central Michigan lost in a heartbreaker in 10 innings, but they came back to win the series. Uh, they won the series two games to one in that Friday, Saturday, Sunday series. They actually played it 20 runs on Saturday, an impressive win, and then held off Baylor in the, in the, in the finale game three uh, to win four to three and take the series 2-1 in Waco. So Central Michigan off to a great start. My my alma mater where I went to school and studied journalism and studied sports journalism actually wrote uh, uh, for the CM Life, uh, <laughs> you know, wrote for CM Life covering many sports uh, there when I started my career as a sports writer. But now today I'm I'm a retired sports writer. Actually, no, I'm not retired. I'm, I'm still writing. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to babble a little bit because it's just been an exciting time for me to be on the road. As I said, uh, we're in, we were in uh, North Carolina. We're in Myrtle Beach right now. Then we're going to head down south for a little bit more and then end this trip in, um, in Lawrenceville to watch Zane's team play IUSB. So you're going to hear from all the sons about their college baseball. I just want to say that I'm excited about college baseball coming back. I'm excited for Central Michigan's baseball team. Uh, head coach Jordan Beschel is putting together another quality squad. Not a lot of returning players from, from the success that they've had the last few years. But uh, this team definitely has been one to watch when it comes time 
or Omaha. That's a long way away. It's still February, but we're already talking about Omaha. I know they're excited about it, but you know, this team, you look at Central Michigan's team, they've made three straight NCAA regionals, and they want to combine 132 games in the last three full seasons when you factor in 2019, 21, and 22. Um, the Chippewas were 43 and 19 last season, winning the MAC tournament and going one and two in the Gainesville Regional, beating Liberty three to two in 12 innings. So this team is uh, road tested, but they're still young, and um, they've got a lot of room to grow. I expect great things for them. Zach was telling me that he saw somewhere that Central Michigan could be the best baseball team in the state of Michigan uh, and at the collegiate D1 level. So that's exciting. To hear. All right, I've rambled enough. <laughs> uh, you want to hear from the other guys? Let's go right to Zach, where he'll talk about our experience at Wingate and uh, some of his favorite teams at the D1 level uh, of college baseball. Zach, on to you. Thanks, Dad. Yes, it was really cool having you come visit us uh, this past weekend and got to go to our, our first baseball game of 2023 uh, live in person. So I've been waiting for that day. Um, yeah, it's got to see some really good D2 baseball. Wingate uh, University, which is just about 15, 20 minutes down the road from where I live um, in Wing- Wingate, North Carolina. They're playing against Nova Southeastern, which is a team, D2 school out of Florida, which is a, a really, really good respected program as well for Division II. Uh, who knows? Maybe um, we'll get to see Davenport make a run. Maybe they'll end up playing one of those schools uh, in uh you know, and when they go to their World Series or something like that, if, if, if they make it, so that'd be really cool to see. Um, but yeah, we had some good weather, good to see some baseball. Dad, I know you're excited for your Central Michigan Chippewas. Uh, yeah, I saw that on a couple of different uh, publications saying that Central is the best team in Michigan, best baseball team in Michigan this year. Uh, so better than State and better than Michigan. We'll see what kind of year they can have. Uh, to our listeners, we actually got to interview the third base coach, Tom Winsk, from Central Michigan uh, two years ago, 2021, when we spoke with him. So if you want to circle back and listen to our interview with Coach Winsk, uh, please do. Um, so a few of my, my favorites this year, I guess I guess I'll run down the, the top 10 rankings for college baseball uh, at this moment after the first weekend has completed. Of course, rankings at this time in the year don't really mean anything at all. Uh, a lot of these teams are gonna jumble up. A lot of these teams are gonna fall out fall out of the top 25. Um, playing new teams will come in. But uh, for the top 10, I guess I'll go 10 to one. Number 10 right now is Vandy. And these are all, these are all from d1baseball.com rankings and what Kendall Rogers and Aaron fit do over there at d1baseball.com is just awesome the really college baseball as a whole as far as coverage has just boomed over the last I don't know five really five ten years uh, it's it's really cool to see so you got Vandy at rank number rank number 10 right now Arkansas number nine TCU is number eight and those three teams actually played out at the Texas Rangers Stadium, Globe, Globe Life Park, and they kind of exchanged blows with each other. They're all two and one. Uh, Vandy lost to TCU. Arkansas lost to TCU. TCU lost to Missouri and extras. Uh, so it's a good weekend of baseball down there in, in uh, Arlington. Uh, number seven is Florida. They swept Charleston Southern. Number six is Wake Forest. Uh, they're four and zero. Oh. 
Texas A&M, they swept Seattle University. Ole Miss is number four, swept Delaware. And then you got the top three. These three teams really stand out. Um, number three, you have Tennessee, who is one and two. <clears throat> kind of surprising that D1Baseball.com still had them as number three, but uh, despite the two losses, but they were without Maui. And uh, Maui is their, their big time uh, shortstop that just transferred in. He is the number 22 uh, on the draft board for MLB.com. Uh, 22 prospects, so he's a big draft guy. And then, of course, Tennessee has the ace, Chase Dollander, who is a right-handed pitcher, number two draft prospect uh, in the country. And really, I was, uh, Dad, I was telling you this weekend, Chase Dollander just really stands out as one of the better pitching prospects that we've had, uh, draft prospects that we've had in years. Uh, they're saying he's the biggest pitcher since Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg. Remember all the hype when, when they were, um, it was their draft year. So very, very cool to see, uh, to follow Chase this year, see what he can do. Uh, Tennessee lost to Arizona and Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon has a top 25 draft pick shortstop as well. Uh, Jacob Wilson. Uh, number two is Stanford. They went two and one against Cal State Fullerton. And then the the number one team right, right now in the country is LSU. And they swept Western Michigan this past weekend. All eyes are on LSU. A lot of expectations because they have two big prospects on their team. Uh, the, the number one overall prospect, outfielder Dylan Cruz. And then number four draft prospect, right-handed pitcher Paul Skeens. So they got two guys in the top five. Um, so all eyes are on LSU to try to make a, a deep run. Really anything less than, you know, a win or two in, in Omaha is probably a, a pretty... You know, not a good season for LSU. Those are their expectations this year. So my uh, my two favorites to watch this year would be LSU and Tennessee. And uh, we'll see what they can do this year. And now we're going to send it over to Ty. What you got for us? Thanks, Zach. Yeah, definitely LSU is going to be really good this year. Tough to beat. I'm pretty sure on all the, uh, the betting apps, they are favorited to win the College World Series. So definitely going to be a team to look out for. Uh, what I'm bringing to the podcast today is I'm going to talk about the MLB Desert Invitational that started on Friday. College baseball's back. Let's go. Uh, I'm super excited for it. It's going to be a great season. I'm uh, just going to kind of recap what happened over the weekend. So Michigan, Michigan State was in it. Uh, Tennessee, which you mentioned, Zach. You also mentioned Grand Canyon. So this was played um, in Arizona. And there was a ton of top prospects uh, to look out for. Like you said, Zach, the number two prospect for Tennessee, Chase. Um, there was also, uh, I have a list pulled up here, the number nine draft prospect out of Grand Canyon, Jacob Wilson. Uh, Maui, like you like you mentioned, Zach, shortstop, you said he was out. Uh, Michigan State has a shortstop, Mitch Jeb, who's pretty good. He's the 44th prospect. We have Chase Davis out of Arizona, 50, the number 51 prospect. We have TJ Nichols out of Arizona, number 69 prospect, and the number 88 prospect. Uh, Homer Bush Jr. out of Grand Canyon. Um, the Invitational has been pretty good. It's been all over MLB Network uh, all last weekend. It was a good kickoff to the NCAA uh, season. 
there was a ton of games on ESPN Plus, so it was fun to watch. Uh, a few major leaguers stopped in and watched some games. I think they had Juan Soto on the mic at one point um, watching Arizona play. Uh, Tennessee is going to be tough this year. And then um, to recap, uh, when Michigan State played Michigan, it was a it was a tight game, um, but Michigan State won fifteen to eight, and they put up like seven or eight runs. I want to say in the eighth. So that's pretty cool. Um, the Invitational is rounding out today. Um, it's just finishing up right now. We're recording this on Monday. Grand Canyon uh, played Michigan State at 1. And UC San Diego played Arizona at 3. So a really cool way to start off the season in Arizona. Um, I think, like you said, Zach, LSU is the, uh, the team to look out for. Um, but I think Michigan State has a some good prospects and they should be pretty decent as, as well as Michigan. So I'm excited to see what happens. Now I'm going to pass the mic to Zane. Zane, how's your season going? How's the start of your season? Yes, we are already three weeks into the college season over here at the NAIA level, actually four weeks in. Um, we've only played three weeks over here at IU South Bend. Um, you know, I always find this time of year pretty funny because everyone goes nuts on Twitter. You know, the Super Bowl is done. NFL's over. College baseball is ramping up at the D1 level, and everyone's like, oh, baseball's back, baseball's back, when, you know, the small colleges have been playing for, for about a month now. Um, you know, JUCOs and NAI started up that last weekend in January. So, I mean, it's it's crazy when people think about it, how early college baseball starts, but um, here at the small college level, like, our seasons usually wrap up in May. Um, at the NAI level, our World Series is played um, – that first week in June, whereas at the D1 level, you know, they go pretty deeper into the year, into the summer. Um, but yeah, we're, we're three weeks in, um, you know, right now we're, we're at an okay start, not ideal. Um, you know, first weekend we, we went one and two, played some really good teams, um, offense struggled a little bit, um, which is kind of be too expect to be expected for us. Um, you know, first time our guys have gotten outside since the fall. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, not really an excuse though. Um, but right now we're sitting four and seven, um, pitchers have looked really good. Offense is starting to come around. So, you know, a lot of good things to build off of. Um, like dad said, we're heading down to Georgia this weekend to face Georgia Gwinnett college, who is consistently very, very good at the NAI level. They won, um, the world series back in 2021. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to be consistently good, and, and they're ranked in the top 10 right now nationally. So it's it's going to be a good test for our guys to to see how they stack up um, against a team that's, you know, bringing guys in year in, year out that can pitch it, can hit it, and do it all. Um, so it's going to be a good test for us. I'm looking forward to the college season. Uh, you know, to kind of – I was able to watch some of those D1 games like you guys, like when I was in the hotel this past weekend. Um, kind of touch on that Chase Dolander kid a little bit. Um, you know, I, I I have a feeling that he might drop a little bit in the draft after watching him um, in his start against Arizona. You know, I, I think he has really good fastball. I think he commands it well. Um, the only thing that worries me about him is his slider. Um, you know, r right now I think he threw about his slider 27% of the time. Um, and it to me, as, you know, a college coach, as – kind of an evaluator um, that kind of looks at the game from a different scope than most is, 
that slider kind of sits there a little bit. It looks like it has kind of some gyro spin on it. Um, in other words, like football spin, like he, when he throws it out of the hand, it has spin similar to a football where it's got that spiral. Um, it's not super sharp. It kind of sits there a little bit. I think he might run into some trouble at the pro ball level. So I know he's the number two prospect at the college ranks right now, um, actually for the whole draft. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he drops below that number two slot. I think he'll still get slot money, um, which we can dive more into that after the whole season um, plays out and, you know, what goes down and who emerges. and um, You know, we'll just kind of see down the road. But, uh, you know, I, I think he's a really good arm, but I could see a lot of scouts, you know, kind of bumping him further down um, as the year progressive, but progresses, but I could be wrong. I mean, he did give up a home run on that slider. So we'll see. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of good baseball out there this year. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of teams that could be sleepers. Um, but I mean, I just, I really like this time of year because I'm able to watch some guys that I coached, you know, go out there, do their thing at the division one level and, um, do what they do. And, it's pretty cool being able to see a lot of them on TV, you know, guys that I coached in the Northwoods League. And, you know, I, I got some, some kids over at Notre Dame, some kids at Lipscomb that they played each other this past weekend. It was really fun to watch when I was on the bus. Um, but, you know, this time of year is just a lot of fun. You know, it's it's that weird time between um, NFL and MLB starting up and people are jump, chomping at the bit to watch some baseball. So a lot of eyes are going to be on – all of college baseball for the next couple of weeks um, before the world baseball classic gets going. Um, but I'm really excited for this college season and hopefully we can touch on a little bit like consistently because like Zach said, you know, college baseball coverage has, has boomed a lot and not just at the division one level at basically all levels. So I know we get quite a bit more coverage at the NAI level now than we did back when I was playing. So looking forward to the year, looking forward to the spring. And then right into the World Baseball Classic, into the MLB season. And then we're going to be talking Omaha in the blink of an eye. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of good baseball out there. So if you have a chance to, you know, watch one, you see it on ESPN Plus, ESPN, I, I highly recommend you tune in. It doesn't matter who's playing. Like, I recommend you tune in because there's good baseball at all college levels. D1, D2, D3, JUCO, NAI, all of it. There's good players all over the place. So if you have a chance to go catch a game, if someone's not too far from you, I highly recommend you go watch because some of those games are the most exciting ones to watch. Like those are those are the best ones you can go out and really see people playing like hearts on their sleeves every chance they get. Um, college baseball is just an amazing breed. And, you know, I highly recommend people tune in as much as they can. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And you guys had a lot of good insight. Uh, and. Hopefully everyone's getting geared up for baseball season.